Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. This is our match preview episode. Uh, it's uh, Liverpool against Manchester United, the big clash uh, coming up this Sunday. I'm just going to do a quick uh, run through of some of the other fixtures as well. But I mean, if you're if you're a Premier League fan, if you're a foot, if you are a, you know fan of English football, I think that is the game that everybody is now uh, for focused on the top of the table clash. Incredibly, I mean, when was the last time? I think you have to go back to 2009. For the last time to have Liverpool against Manchester United being a top of the table clash, and that is where we are at. After 12 years almost, uh, we're gonna get that again. Uh, this one, this Manchester United Liverpool against Manchester United at Anfield, um, and it's it's interesting. It's interesting how you, when you when you contrast the two teams, you've got Liverpool who are the champions of England, possibly the best team uh, in England right now, maybe second best. If, you know, I think Manchester City right now probably in current form are the best team in England, but. The best team in England over the last two or three years, you'd say, Liverpool. And then you've got Man United, serial underachievers for, what, eight years? Uh, I mean, you know, having lurched from one crisis to the next. But, but, they are the form team right now. Manchester United are the form team this season. They're the ones top of the league. They're the ones setting this, the pace. Uh, three points clear of Liverpool. They've, they've looked, uh, they've not looked very good, uh, to be honest, uh, in the last two or three games. They haven't, but they've still managed to find a way to win games, even though they haven't played well. I mean, there's a myriad of issues, but I mean, it's, it's just incredible this game, isn't it? It's just incredible. You, you almost with United, you almost feel with this game, especially, you feel like there's a shoe is about to drop, maybe, and you're just waiting for one shoe to drop and the other. And will this be the game where the shoe drops? I don't know. Uh, it's difficult to predict, but I mean, it's 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 a it's a contrasting future. But we'll talk about the preview. We'll talk about what to expect from this game and what I think uh, we might see in this game. Again, these are not predictions. These are just you know, these are just my. Uh, uh, analysis and my thought process, and you know, not necessarily that Solskjaer or Klopp will be thinking that way, but uh, but we'll get into it. I think the most important thing, I think the most key defining factor is I hope finally, 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 I'm saying it three times, finally, and I said that a fourth time, but I hope, I hope Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has learned from last week's defeat to Manchester City that he can't go into a big game with um, Harry Maguire and and Victor Lindelof as his starting centre backs. He can't do it. And he's got to go with Harry Maguire and he's got to go with Eric Bailly. If both of them are fit, that has to be the starting pairing. I, I, would, even, I would even say that if, if, if for some reason Eric Bailly injures himself in training or if he injures himself because, you know, he stepped on a ball, you know, in the wrong, at the wrong angle, I'd still go with Axel Twanzibi ahead of uh, Victor Lindelof, but it has to be Maguire and, and uh, Bailly as a starting central defensive pairing. If he, does, if he decides that I want to go with Maguire and Lindelof, he's lost the game right there. He's lost the game. In selection as soon as he selects Maguire and Lindelof. So I hope he's learned that lesson and I hope he's going to go with Maguire and buy. No reason to think that he won't. But it's, you know, sometimes you just don't really I think what the thought process is. It would be a big call to drop Lindelof, but it's got to be taken. I think he's got to take it um, for this one. So that's, that's I think, quite clear uh, and cut there. That, 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 that is the first point reference uh, in terms of winning, in terms of not losing this game. Is if he picks Lindelof and Maguire, he's pretty much conceded. He might as well just come out and say, you know what, take the defeat. They take the win, Liverpool. They, he might as well just say that, you know. But, um, but that I think is, is one thing that's quite clear. I think what's going to be intriguing is um, how exactly do United line up because we know Solskjaer has has a tendency to go back five, and the only reason I could, I, you know, he, he does he shouldn't, but the only reason I could see him going with the back five with the back by the five two three or a five two one two whatever you want to call it is and I and I can see the thought process there. I wouldn't do it, but the thought process would be that he would then have Telles, Shaw, and uh, Rashford presumably as his three players that can double up on Salah and Alexander-Arnold on that right-hand on that right hand side. That might be the thinking that, that he's going to have three defenders. And then, you know, conversely, he'll have Robertson and Mane, again, a 3v2, because he'll have uh, Bailly, 
uh, not yeah, Bai and uh, Van Bissaka and whoever plays with it's Cavani, Greenwood, or Martial, whoever it is who plays on that side, you know, having those three there. But I mean, to be honest, um, I don't think that's a good idea. I think he's got to go with this best formation, which is a four-two-three-one. He's got to pick the four in 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 the middle and and defense, and then go with the uh, you know McFed, and then he's got Pogba on the left. Um, Rashford on the right and Bruno and I guess probably Cavani because Martial is a doubt, but maybe Martial, but we'll see which two he selects. Maybe he goes with Martial, Cavani and Rashford in this game uh, as well. So whatever that is, but he's got to go with that one because that's what has worked for him. 4-3-1 has worked for him up till now. So there's no reason and no no point in changing that. He's got to stick with that formation because I think that is the one that players are comfortable with. It sends a good message as well. It sends it sends a message that United are there to play to try to win because as soon as you put a back five, it didn't work against Leipzig and the reason why it didn't work is as soon as you put out a five-two, you know, with your five and your two seven defenders, what you're essentially are telling that the opposition is we're here to try and keep a clean sheet. We're going to, you know, you've got to break us down so they get the initiative immediately to try and attack and then that it just sends a wrong message. So you want to try and at least make the team think uh, differently and play with the four-two-three-one. Um, so that 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 is what I would I, I would go with and I would keep that formation. The the only thing that I probably might change and, and I wouldn't change the personnel. Um, I know some people will probably be like, let's put Donny in, but I don't think you can probably put Donny in this game. But the one thing that I would change is maybe just maybe I would consider putting Pogba on the right and play Pogba uh, and play Rashford on the left. And the reason why I said that is because if you look at the four two three one that Manchester United play. The, the thing is that the, about Manchester United playing the, four, the, the three is is sometimes it becomes a diamond uh, where uh, you know where it's like a four three one two. Sometimes it becomes a four two two two. So what happens is essentially is that Rashford veers from playing as a right winger and a striker and a second striker or a right sided striker, right winger or right sided striker. Uh, Pogba alternates between playing as a left sided central midfielder and a left winger, and then you've got Bruno playing as a number ten or a right winger. I think what what could have, what I would just probably switch Pogba to the right. Uh, so he plays as a right winger or right side of central midfielder, and you have Rashford playing as a left mid, left midfielder, left winger, or, or a left side of striker, and then you have Bruno covering that space between left wing and and and, and midfield. And the reason why I would make that small tweak is because I don't think it will make much of a difference offensively whether Pogba plays on the right or the left of the midfield. I don't think it makes much of a difference because he's not using his space; he's essentially using his skill and his ability to dribble the ball. Um, you know, ability to find passes. So I don't think it makes a difference which side he plays. But if Rashford plays on the left, I think he has a chance against Alexander Arnold. He's always had a good uh, record against Alexander Arnold, so I would put him on that side just for him to be able to to counter that. Whereas against Robertson, I don't think he's going to have as many chances because Robertson is pretty good defensively and he kind of does the the up and down pretty easily. I think Alexander Arnold still struggles a little bit with that. So that's the only slight tweak that I would make is I would you know probably put um, Alexander Arnold on that uh, you know Rashford on that side, but. You know, again, you, you, you don't really, it, it is, it's not much of a big deal, uh, but I think that that would be one tweet that I would probably make, but that's what I would go with, four, two, three, one, um, is what it is. I, I, I mean, it's, but you know, but that's, it's anybody's guess what, uh, what, what Solskjaer is going to put out. I think from Liverpool's point of view, I think there's a lot, lot less, uh, uh, you know, uh, uncertainty or certain positions. I think the key will be who starts in defense. I think Matip will start. Klopp has said he's, at, he's, he's back in training. He's going to do a few sessions. I think he's going to start. I think I, I, I just feel that the club does not trust Nat Phillips or Reese Williams with good reason. He doesn't trust them. So the option is either going with uh, Fabinho and Henderson or going with Fabinho and Matip. I think Matip is fit enough. He's going to start Matip. I think he's going to do that. He's going to take that. Listen, normally, you know, once people start saying that there's somebody players a doubt in a big game, you generally kind of can think, you know what, that person's going to start. So I think Matip is going to start. 
Um, and this game is going to start with Fabinho in, in that center defense. And I think that helps them because then they can play Henderson, Wijnaldum, and Thiago. And they can play Thiago a little bit further forward as opposed to playing him as a CDM. And then he can start doing his thing. So I think that's what they will go with. And, um, you know, and obviously the front three picks itself in Mane, Firmino, and Salah. Uh, will be the front three. So, I mean, it's it's a team that more or less picks itself. It's just certain positions with injuries where you might have a little bit of uncertainty and that might create some issues. But overall, I think I think Liverpool look far more settled than Manchester United do. And I think that's the key uh, in this game. And, and what I will talk about in terms of predictions, I think that is probably the easiest way to look at it is that Liverpool look much, much more settled. Even with the injuries, they look much, much more settled at the moment. And I think that's, uh, that's going to be important for them. Uh, with the result. I think the key battle, though, the key battle for me is going to be that that Liverpool right-hand side, Manchester United left-hand side. Because, I mean, let's assume that it's going to be, it's not going to be what I'm thinking. Let's assume that a tweak is not going to be made. Then you're expecting it's going to be Alexander-Arnold and Salah up against Shaw and Pogba. And then that is going to be a very interesting battle. And I think Fred will have a role to play in that as well. Because Pogba, we know, he doesn't like doing the defenders, defensive side of things. He does it, and he's been doing it very, very well. Uh, but, you know, you always wonder with Pogba how, 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 you know, what is his mentality at? What is he thinking, you know? And, and but, 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 you know, I, I just feel that Salah and uh, Alexander don't have the beating pace-wise of both Shaw and Pogba. Shaw is a wonderfully accomplished defender, by the way. And I think his defending is very underrated. Um, he's a very accomplished defender, but he can't do it all on his own. So he's going to need Pogba to track back um, and you know, to help him out. Or he's going to need Fred to be the auxiliary winger and, you know, kind of support him as well. So I, I would like to see that as well. I would like to see, um, you know, Fred supporting Shaw and supporting Pogba in covering that left-hand side. So I think that's going to be a key battle on that on that left. That, that's I think that's going to be key because I think on the right, you kind of already know if Rashford's going to play there. You've got Van Bissaka, you've got Rashford, you've got, you know, you're coming up against uh, Robertson and Mane. It's, it's essentially a very traditional fullback and winger against very traditional fullback and winger. So it's kind of uh, you know it's kind of an evenly matched battle on that side, but on the left hand side, it's intriguing because Pogba doesn't have pace to beat uh, Alexander Arnold, um, and obviously Shaw is not going to Shaw won't be able to bomb as much forward because he's going to have to be cognizant of the fact that he's got uh, you know two two absolute uh, monsters, pace monsters, and absolute uh, assist you know goal scoring and assisting machines on that right hand side that are going to be going behind him. So. It's going to be an intriguing, intriguing battle. I think that is where the game might be won and lost, assuming, assuming that Maguire and Bailly is the starting centre half. But that would be that be, be a very interesting battle. How Oli manages that, and that's one of the reasons why I feel he might go with the back five, so he can avoid having that issue and he can not play Pogba um, in the side. So I think that might be that might be something to look forward to. He might even say, you know what, I'm going to drop McTominay. I'm going to bring in uh, Pogba and Fred as my midfield two. And then have Bruno playing as, as the number 10. And then you've got Rashford and Cavani, Rashford and Marcia, and whoever are starting as a two. So that might be something that he might consider as well. Although I, I don't think he's going to tweak that. But I mean that, but you know, these are things why, why we talk about it. You know, is 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 it a back four or back five? What really makes sense for for him uh, in this game? I do feel that if he's going to play Teles and he's got to play um Cavani, because otherwise Teles' biggest asset, which is his crossing, is, is nullified because neither Rashford nor Marcel can really do well, do that well with headed. Uh, deliveries, so you know, so and you, then you need to play Cavani. So I mean, it's interesting. It's it's, it's it's the issue is you know it's got all these different combinations, and sometimes choices are a good thing when you have different options, different ways of playing. But sometimes in big games, it's good not to, to have a settled side. It's good to know exactly what you're going to do, and to go and do it. And I think that's that's where I think Liverpool have the advantage. Um, and if you followed the trend so far, I, I, I think you know where I'm going with this. I think Liverpool are the favourites to win this game. I think you always look at it from the perspective of if Liverpool play their best and if Manchester United play their best, who's going to win? And you would say 10 out of 10 times it's going to be Liverpool who's going to win. 
So I think they fall in that pattern. I think Liverpool, sh- stay, they are playing at home. They are the champions. They should win this game. Um, you know, I know they're, they're, they're a bit of a rocky form. They've not won their last three Premier League games. So they are in a bit of rocky form. But at the same time, I think the fact that they've had a week off, you know, they haven't had that week off. They had a very, you know, they had a pretty easy day out, um, you know, against uh, in, in the FA Cup where, against Aston Villa, where they played against Aston Villa's under 16s or under 18s, whatever. Uh, and United, of course, made hard work of beating Watford. You just feel that, you know, Liverpool are in a much better group now than they were probably two weeks ago. And it just, and it's, it's United. It's, 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 a, it's, you know, it's almost a derby. It's not a derby, but it's like a rivalry game. It's at home. They're the champions. It, you just feel like they're, they're there. I think it's going to be 2-0. I think it's going to be 2-0 to Liverpool. I think they're going to win it. Um, and the reason why I say it's 2-0 because United still have question marks over those goals. I mean, if you look at the goal that they scored against what against Wolves, that was a lucky, lucky goal. They won with the penalty against Aston Villa. It was a great decision. It was a penalty, but still, it was a penalty that won them the game. So they didn't actually create a lot. And again, they're creating chances, but they're not finishing them off from open play. So there's an issue. And then it was again another goal a deflected the goalkeeping error goal again that won them the game against Burnley. So they haven't necessarily been very prolific in front of goal. Um, and again, you can't do that against Liverpool. Liverpool are not going to make those kind of mistakes. Allison is going to make those kind of blunders. Um, so it's 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 tough to see how United are going to score um, again against uh, Liverpool. Whereas I feel Liverpool. Uh, respect, irrespective, I think they have enough for them to quality to win this game. So I, I think they're going to win. I think it's going to be two 0 to Liverpool. That's just my prediction. Um, you know, they, they might United might get lucky in some ways, but I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. Fa- it's going to look fairly straightforward. It might not be a straightforward win, but it, the scoreline is going to look relatively straightforward. I think I think Liverpool are going to win this two uh, 0 But uh, I mean, that you know, that, that we'll see what happens. I know we've made predictions and uh, you know different things, and we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's 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 just the way I see it. Uh, but it's it's the the, the the few key battles that I think if United can win them, they might have a chance. But you just feel like there's so much that needs to go right for Man United, and there's so much that needs to go wrong for Liverpool for United to win this game. That you you, you have to say that Liverpool are the favourites, and they're the ones that are going to win this game. I think irrespective of the the results, so I think the favourites now for the title are Manchester City. I think unless uh, you know because you're looking at City, they are probably right now the most balanced team in England, and. Uh, I mean, they've sorted out those defensive issues they're having. They look pretty solid now defensively. Offensively, they seem to be finding their gears. Um, I think the change to the double pivot and number 10, something Pep has never done his entire career. He's never played with number 10 in his entire career. Now he's gone to that. He's doing that. He's kind of tweaked it. And he's looking, City look much, much more solid and much, much more reliable. And I mean, they're playing, uh, they were a uh, you know, pretty easy game coming up. They're playing Crystal Palace. I think that should be an easy win as well for them. I would say 3-0, 4-0. I mean, Crystal Palace, team, they blow hot and cold. They can, you know, come out and they can, uh, you know, hold Arsenal to a nil-nil draw at the Emirates, but then they can go to Liverpool and get smashed 7-0. So you don't know what you're going to get. I think this is going to be one of those games where I think they're just going to let the floodgates open. I think City are going to win this fairly easily. 3-0, I would say 3-0 should be comfortable enough. Um, Arsenal playing Newcastle. And while you might be tempted to say that Newcastle could get something, at the moment, Bruce is under a lot of pressure. He's having fights with his players now. As a lot of the fans obviously are unhappy, so there's a lot of instability. I think Arsenal also should pull that one out. You'd expect a 2 0 win for Arsenal as well in that one. I, I can't see Newcastle scoring goals. That's the issue. I don't see Newcastle scoring goals. They might just get a back to the wall, draw, uh, you know, hold someone nil nil, but they just can't seem to score goals. So I, I think Arsenal, will not, I think they should have enough to win that one. Um, I mean, Sheffield United Tottenham is going to be interesting. Sheffield have finally won a game, but again, it came from a penalty. They seem to for Flicker in front of goals. So they are also struggling to score goals. Um, it depends on how Mourinho lines up, but I think he's going to pull this one out. I think he's going to be a little bit more attacking. I think he's going to win this 2-0. Um, maybe 2-1. I think I can see Sheffield scoring a goal, but I think I think Spurs will probably win this 2-1 in the end. I think, I think they're going to learn. They're going to learn. They're learning. 
they have to learn from their mistakes at some point. So they probably, you know, will be thinking that we need to learn from this and, and maybe they'll pick up the win here. So I, I can see Spurs winning as well. Um, and then Fulham Chelsea, I think, is the other game that that's also what they've been at. But I think Chelsea will win. I think Fulham will the, the draw that they've had, they played two games in three days. Now they've got to play three games in a week. Uh, they're not used to that. So I think they've got two good results. I think this is probably where they play two and get a little bit of I think Chelsea will probably win this. And they, they have now been in good form, Chelsea. They beat more camp that will give them a bit of confidence. So you can I can see them as well winning. I think it's going to be a three, three, three one win. I, you can't predict clean sheets with uh, Chelsea, but you've got to play them scoring three goals. So I think it's going to be three one to Chelsea. And that can that's just scale my prediction. And these are not, you know, there's no master analysis for this. It's just my predictions. I think they're going to win as well. I think the intriguing game, though, is going to be Leicester against Southampton. Two, two unlikely contenders for European spots. Uh, different European spots. Southampton are more looking at the Europa League, probably Leicester looking more at the Champions League spots. But I think that's going to be an interest, interesting. And that is, I think, one game aside from the Liverpool Man United game that I think will be very, very interesting to watch. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that one as well and see what the score line is. I, I can't predict anything. Maybe it might be a 2 2 draw. It might be a a 3-2 win for one of the teams. I don't know. We're not going to make a prediction for that, but that's going to be an intriguing game as well to watch. Um, but anyway, that's my, that's those are my predictions. Let me know what you think uh, in the comment section. Who do you think should start for Liverpool? Who do you think should start for Manchester United? Who do you think should not start? And what do you think is going to be the score? Let me know in the comment sections. We'd love to, to hear that from you guys. Um, absolutely looking forward to the game and uh, we, will, we will have guests. Uh, guests are coming back. The fan, you know, fans may not be back in the stadium, but we'll have guests uh, for, for the match reactions for the Liverpool uh, Man United game. We'll definitely have guess, at least one guest, so maybe two for that. So please stay tuned for that. Uh, and uh, remember to like this video if you enjoyed it. And please do subscribe to my channel if you're new. We want to continue to produce great content for you. And your subscription helps in supporting that and helps you know me to keep producing these videos. So please do subscribe. And uh, I will see you again very, very soon. We'll see you tomorrow with uh, the Chelsea Fulham reaction game. So we'll be I'm back for that one. But take care. Have a good day or night, whatever time you're watching this. And enjoy your weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.